I hate in horror. I'm watching Halloween here. Fucking Rob Zombies. I hate in horror movies where they the the bitch like keeps <laughs> whimpering and like screaming when the guys are right next to her and she's trying to hide. I'm like, and she has to cover her mouth. I'm like, if you're that scared and you know you're gonna die, you're not gonna say like, would you really have to hold your fucking mouth shut like it's a, like you shook up a coke? Like, do you really have to fucking put a cork on it? Wouldn't you naturally just not speak to to survive at that point? I don't, I just. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Hey, they forgot this. An antique camera, no less. Big deal. Well, fits for the rest of the hall. Everything else is for nothing. Figures, we get a camera that's for nothing. A hotel suite that in this instance serves as a den of crime. The aftermath of a rather minor event to be noted on a police blotter, an insurance claim, perhaps a three-inch box on page 12 of the evening paper. Small addenda to be added to the list of the loot. A camera. A most unimposing addition to the flotsam and jetsam that it came with. Hardly worth mentioning, really, because cameras are cameras. Some expensive, some purchasable at five and dime stores. But this camera... This one's unusual, because in just a moment, we'll watch it inject itself into the destinies of three people. It happens to be a fact that the pictures that it takes can only be developed in the Twilight Zone. Ooh, spooky. That's a fact, Jack. Spooky, spooky. So uh, while, while you were playing that clip, I was in the bathroom shaving with her voice. Freshly <laughs> shaving now, I'm all smooth. Um, oh yeah, the intro, I didn't really plan on going off like that. I just turned and looked to the TV and that fucking Halloween movie's on, and I just, it drives me fucking nuts. I hate that shit. Uh, yeah, you were in the middle of it, and all of a sudden your yeah. intro started going, I'm like, ah, oh, he did to himself again. <laughs> yeah. I got caught, and I was like, oh, I talked the whole time. Okay. I was, you know, usually plan, we kind of do a little conversation there. Uh, I didn't really plan out that way, because I got mad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So well, a lot of Rob Zombie. Films, yeah, you yeah. Will. <laughs> I don't. I like Rob Zombie. Like he's a super fucking funny guy. I just listened to an interview with him. He's a funny dude, but I just don't like his movies that much. How uh, can you not like uh, <clears throat> The Devil's Reject? I like that one. I, I'll give you that. I like that movie. I I really fucking hate House of a Thousand Corpses though. Oh. I find that one of the worst movies ever made. I really truly do. So how the sequel to that was so great? I don't understand. Because it was stylized. It was really clever and it was had like an amazing ending and the first one was just like just shock factor he's didn't going for have it, an it didn't ending. work no it's fucking stupid it was like the stupid carnival of horrors at the end no thank you and um, his bitch was in it yeah always she's in every movie well still um so this this uh yeah welcome to the show i guess i forgot what, were we like oh, five yeah, minutes yeah, into yeah, this we haven't yeah. done that welcome to law the twilight zone review episode 45 it's uh the trouble with templeton Twilight Zone no. 209? No, no, you're right. Episode 46, <laughs> most unusual camera. <laughs> I saved the notes on here to save the file for the last one and uh, got myself lost there. Thank you. I uh, just played the intro. Episode 46, again, still looking at Halloween, getting mad. Episode 46, uh, <laughs> a off. most unusual Here's camera. <laughs> episode 210, don't tell me what to do. Uh, this I is Phoenix try. West. Um, Frank Link's telling me it's not what to do. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I can't wait to do Way Off Topic now because I am like, I'm in a mood <laughs> right now where I'm like loopy enough because I haven't slept 
<laughs> so I'm like, I feel, I feel nice. like I'm ready to go off on everything. Um, and that's when you hit record and get you and you and you really get the gold. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good time to do that. Uh, so th- this episode is about a camera. It's since been replicated by every single show about a mystery. You know, any sort of anthology mystery show has done this. There's fucking Goosebumps book about it. There's an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. You name it, there's an episode like this, right? Yeah. With the most unusual camera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Say Cheese and Die is the Goosebumps episodes. Um, and, I read the book. Yeah, I read the book as well. Uh, all of them. And I still have all of them. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Uh, that's my life. Uh, I, I still have. I used to have a Goosebumps clock with like the two zombie or two mummy arms. <laughs> I had to Goosebumps everything. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Fourth, fifth, sixth grade was great. Yeah, uh, fun then. I, I miss that stuff. I have. I have a lot of it still. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, I think I have like uh, editions one to thirty-five still, because that's when I stopped. I think. I think thirty-five. I grew out of it. Oh, I, I got up to like 40-something, and I was like, all right, I'm done, no more. And then I looked back, and I was like, oh, they or 50-something, I think. And I was like, oh, they made like four more books, so I'm like four books shy of having all of them. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> like, they didn't <laughs> go that many more. Like, I so mean, close. did you just get the four just so you could claim you had the whole collection? <laughs> no, I didn't realize till like, you know, 15 years later that that's all they made after that, because I looked back into it, and I was like, oh, that's it? Like, shit. So I, I should do like a, a Google or some sort of Amazon hunt for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure they're on eBay. Yeah, I can also buy on there a most unusual camera. You like how yeah. I did that? Brought it back? Don't <clears throat> use it ten times, though, apparently. Yeah, I have some things to say about that, too. But So, this episode starts off with this couple that you just heard. They just did a heist. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they just did a heist. She is the most ridiculous-sounding human being ever. She's not quite Jennifer Tilly, but she sounds like Harvey Firestein on Helium, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Like, you know who that is, right? No. <clears throat> that actor from Independence Day. The one that sounds like this. Oh, my, oh, Danny. Yeah, my lawyer. That's good, <laughs> yeah. my lawyer. He, uh. That almost sounds like Pacino because my voice is kind of going out, but it's a super gravelly voice. He's really flamboyant all the time. He's also in the There's bird, a reason for that. Birdcage, yeah, he... He's the most gravelly voice ever, but she, she sounds like his voice if he sucked on a helium balloon. It, it, <laughs> it, that, if it, it, may, it doesn't make sense, but if you go ahead and play that back, you'll hear it. It's Because she has the most deep, high voice I've ever heard in my life. It's so hard to describe. It's like they layered her, they, like they double-layered her voice with a with like a falsetto and a baritone. I don't know, it's so weird. Uh, it's, she she has a lot of credits too, but she was never like a lead on, in anything. You know, she was always like a yeah. Like I this. saw that she wasn't leading this either. But I looked her up after this because I at one point I wrote, "Is she the worst actress ever?" No, that that honor goes to the bitch that played that blonde in The Walking Dead. That finally, finally, they killed her off. Oh. um... Oh, which one are you talking about? Because there's a couple blondes. There's Andrea. Her. And then, okay. Um, yeah, I don't Ugh. know. She's worst actress in the world. It's weird that you don't... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's one worse. There's one worse. Uh, the one from uh, um, Prometheus. Yep. Her. Huh. Normally, she's good. That's the weird thing. Um, you sucked. So... The oh my god, this episode! How do we get into this? 
They stole <laughs> a bunch of shit, a bunch of, a bunch of basically valueless shit they took on a heist. They're all complaining about it, going through the loot bag, pretty much. They were one step away from having a bag with a dollar sign on it. It was so, like, uh, this the way they are talking was so fucking cliche. Like, oh, this heist, and he's talking like a gangster. I'm talking like a 30s gangster. Yeah. Shut up, broad. And he's, oh, my God, he's all over her. He's and, probably the worst actor, too. He was, yeah, he was doing something, though. He was bad because he was doing a character for some reason. He didn't need to. I don't know why he was doing it. And it looked so odd, like... He was. He had to have been like twenty five years older than her. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my notes are concerned about how old he is, and I was like, it's really sad when you're three small time heisters, and you're sixty three, or some, yeah. you know, close to that. Like in your sixties, like if you're still barely getting by, and if what you're barely getting by in is illegal, and you're on the run, that's fucking sad, dude. Just kill yourself at that point. You've lost it, life. But somehow you've managed to drag this, you know, uh, walking, uh, annoying stick with you. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh my God, she, she's also doing a character. I don't, I don't know why they're doing characters. Why they're doing a comedy bit the whole time? Oh, because this is a comedy episode that Sterling wrote. Yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting. I wonder if Sterling had to keep reminding them that that, <laughs> that this is what that was. Yeah, is it bigger, bigger? It's a comedy laugh. Why aren't you laughing? It's not funny, Rod. It's you like can't he was, write comedy. Yeah, it's like he was doing a silent movie, and he's like trying to, you know, how the silent movies they try to like, like I'll, I'll throw my arms up in the air when I'm confused. Like they're just doing these grand gestures to get across to the audience what they're feeling. That's what it kind of felt like. Their characters were so large for no reason. They could have just like, we gotta get to the track. Let's go. Like they're screaming, and I'm like, what? Are you, why are we so excited? Like, what the fuck is the rush? It takes pictures in time. Like. To go tomorrow. Horse racing's every day. I don't <laughs> I know. know why the fuck they're in such a rush. Oh, it's like when you see a time a time movie, like Back to the Future. Like we got to get Back to the Future, and like no, you, you can you go tomorrow, plan you your trip time. out. You got you time literally machine. have time. You're it almost is a machine that makes time, like because it just goes whenever. Oh, <laughs> so it, it harnesses when time. You really do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. That shit drives me nuts. I was like, you have no reason to be hurrying whatsoever. Think this through, then go. He could have explained to him, you know, about Marty Jr. in the fucking outside of the car while he's putting the fucking garbage in it. Oh my God. I could talk all day about Back to the Future 2. Anyway. So could I. Um, uh, you know, the, I mean, I want the Biff Tannen <laughs> museum so bad. That basically uh, is like a Donald uh, Trump museum. Oh, the what? It's basically Donald Trump. He's Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump is him in that movie. Uh, I'm just saying, I just want to go to it. Yeah, that'd Looks be fun. So cool. Um, Hear about Mad Dog Tannen, about the movie that we just shot also. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go make a museum for it? I guarantee I'd make money. I don't see how you couldn't. You couldn't. It's a flawless you know, money-making scheme. I mean, it's a museum of a bunch of fake shit. I can make up anything. <laughs> uh, I love, in Futurama, they do an episode about that, too. Uh, Luck of the Friarish, where his brother kind of does the same thing, where he took his lucky charm, and then he becomes a massive millionaire. He has a, like the museum. It looks just like a Biff's does in Back to the Future 2. That's awesome. Uh, this is how my brain works. I just associate things with each other. This is, I could just... 
I can't believe up. you remembered yeah. the, the the name of that episode. That's one of my favorite <laughs> shows. It really, really is. I, I watched every episode a thousand times. Um. Anyway, let's yeah. get back to this. <laughs> Kate, Katie Seagal is in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah she is. Okay, cool. They just released it as a podcast now. It's badass, actually. It's a show. Ooh, that, a Futurama yeah, as a podcast? Yeah, it's a show that won't die. And I, I was like really worried. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to listen to this. It'd be weird. It's really good. They've only done <laughs> awesome. one episode so far, but it's like an old radio play where it's like, I'm the announcer. Maurice LaMarche does the announcer voice, like the old school announcers, you know? Like, right. meanwhile, like that sort of stuff. It's, it's so cool. It's so much fun to listen to. They got all the voice actors to come back for it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they released it on the Nerdist podcast. Um, not that I'm going to want to have you listen to other podcast listeners. God. Especially not that one. Yeah. From that company with that asshole that runs it. I mean, what? So, yeah, uh, most unusual. <laughs> I don't know why you're so against Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Um, moving on. Like the nicest uh, guy. <laughs> what? He's like the nicest guy. I know. Yeah. Uh, my next note here is when he's yelling at her about the fucking the, the heist and how he's mad at her or he's mad about the heist and how the, it was shitty and they didn't get any money. And she's like, I'm the one who fingered this score. And I'm like, I miss when fingered was a serious verb when you can say that without like laugh, giggling afterward. <laughs> I really miss it. I completely did not catch on to that. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that in old timey stuff is he's, that's such a fun word. Because <laughs> every time I'm like, it's not when I hear like I'm having a gay time, I don't laugh. But when I hear fingered, I start laughing every single time. <laughs> oh, the gay things all played out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was funny at first. Yeah, when you're when you're a little kid, but then now fingered is that version for me, and it's it's been a, you know decades, and I haven't grown out of it. It's funny every single time to me, and I don't think it will ever not be. It just won't be. It's kind of like. Uh... You know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the shitter's full. Yeah. I don't care how many times I watch that. I, I die freaking laughing. Or uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of words out of context, also vacation, uh, Vegas vacation, when he, where they're like, this is the dam. Uh, you know, I'm the damn tour guide. If we can buy some damn souvenirs after when they're at the you know, Hoover Dam. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, that stupid shit. Where the shtick. hell's the damn, damn tour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, we, we both know uh, Vegas vacation for some reason. I can recite every freaking <laughs> scene. Where where would you like to go? Uh, uh, nowhere. I think we're. Are they going to make another one? I love think? the part. I'm sorry. When he checks into the fucking hotel, and he's his hands blue from all the airplane shit. Oh, right? yeah. And, his, and the sleeve of his jacket's blue. And the lady's looking at him. He's like, "Yeah, birthmark." It's like, why would your fucking jacket <laughs> sleeve? Be blue then? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I forgot a lot about that stuff, but yeah, it's all coming back here. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that movie a lot, but not in a while. One of those movies, you know, where you hey Clark, do you ever swim with the dolphins? You know, they don't let you do that. <laughs> uh, he's cooking uh-huh. the burger on the rock. Uh, yeah, and then why would you need a tetanus shot after that? I still don't understand. It was chicken <laughs> and a rock. There's no metal involved. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, there's. I, I want them, I want them to make another one. The problem is they made a. Christmas Vacation 2 with the mythical creature Randy Quaid. Um, <laughs> I'm still convinced. I say this a lot in my shows. He's a mythical creature now. He doesn't really exist anymore. He's 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 evolved or devolved, however you want to look at it, into like this weird... He's almost like a hipster homeless Santa. I don't, I don't know how else to describe him. He's become his character from Independence Day, really. I was going to say, he died in Independence Day, saving the world, remember? 
Well, yeah, I think he died in that movie and then he became a mythical creature. Like he, he became right. part yeah. alien and that's why he's hiding under bridges and like making weird videos with his wife and on the run. I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. I'm fascinated by it though, whatever it is. <laughs> Every um, day there's something new with him. <laughs> um, we have not talked about this episode at all. We are uh, well, so this far. Camera this. Take, it, you know, it's it's a Love camera it. that doesn't have any peephole lens. It's like it's kind of like a GoPro, really, without yeah. the screen. Yeah, that's true. It does look like a big GoPro, big wooden <laughs> GoPro. Yeah, and then for some reason, when the picture does come out like a Polaroid, it's like this ding. <laughs> yeah, it does do like a like trying to call the uh, the hotel attendant when it's late at night, and you're like fucking ding. Waiting for them to come up. Yeah, it's just um, the weirdest. It, you know, yeah, it's like the, it's like the, you know, you set your your uh, your stove to go off at a certain time yeah. to check the turkey or something. I was thinking of a from dusk till dawn when George Clooney's like slapping the bell a bunch and then he starts slamming the bell on the counter and the guy comes out. And he's like, "What the hell do you want?" And he's like, what "The fuck do you think I want, man? I want a fucking room." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a movie I could quote front and back." Uh, what, From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah, I love that movie. Snapping pussy. <laughs> nice. Apple pie pussy. <laughs> hey, we got a new flavor coming, <laughs> apple pie pussy. <laughs> love that fucking movie. And followed by two terrible sequels and a weird fucking TV show. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, all, all I know is that Salma Hayek. Uh, oh, God. Oof. You have a thing for her? No, Quentin. She she got to stick her foot in Quentin's mouth. I was like, you, you are you, are you a just, foot guy? I know Quentin is. Lucky, are you? Uh, you lucky woman, you what? Oh, she's <laughs> get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. there. Uh, I was I was joke. curious because I was traveling down a weird path where I was like, is he really a foot fetishist? Like, is he super no. into this? No, I'm not. Um, yeah. You walk on those things all day and they smell. It's okay, all, good. I don't. I I get upset when I see porn and they're wearing the high heels. I, I don't want to see because they look pointy. They look sharp. I don't want to see sharp things around my dick when I'm fucking. <laughs> I don't want anything sharp in the room. I'm sorry. I really don't. Stilettos are not going to cut it. I, I just I know and and I don't want to get stabbed with that shit while you know your your feet are up in the air. Uh, Jesus. But meanwhile, the jeans you're wearing have this like metal zipper only inches away. I don't fuck my. I don't know when I forget a hard on. You take the jeans off, right? Like no matter where you are. Well, I mean, you've had at least one time in your life had to put them on. With um, one, right? Don't don't make claims on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, I'm just just you know I'm just relaying a, a something I've had to good work work myself through uh, here and there. Well, you just. You, uh, but I'm married. I just right? stick it through the zipper and you know take care of it real oh. quick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> the pictures that pop out of this fucking GoPro, uh, <laughs> it shows you a picture that's going to happen five minutes from then. I don't know how they figure out five minutes because nobody told them that. They say five minutes, and then the last picture is like 30 seconds. Or the Pretty second to last picture is like, it, it varies. It's like the size of Godzilla when you see him. It just, whatever they need it to be in the moment, that's what it's going to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like stand in front of the stand in front of the window, and he takes a picture of her. She does the most ridiculously stupid pose I've ever seen. Um, they go back later. They open up a, a, a box or a briefcase or something. Yeah, it was like a briefcase, right? Open it up. They see in the picture that she's wearing a fur coat, 
Yeah, and she's like, what am I doing with a fur coat? I don't even own a fur coat. Why am I wearing a fur coat? Like, we, bitch, you weren't. That's the point. Dummy. Yeah, she goes, I'm wearing a fur coat. And she does the most, ugh, throws the picture out of her hands to look like she was trying to drop it. It was so goddamn forced, and I could not stop laughing. Because <laughs> look at her, go back and look at her face when she does that, when she says that line. It, it's ridiculous. She literally, ugh, throws it out of her hands. Oh my god! I just I picture her going, the actress like really like I have to drop the picture. I can't forget to drop the picture, and drop the picture. Oh, I threw it. Okay, I dropped the picture though, right? So that counts. Like just like really proud of herself. Oh, fucking terrible. She's terrible. She really is. I mean, and the pose. It's like she. Uh. <laughs> they they get the thing open. They see that there's a you know the. The jacket in there, the the, the mink coat, or the fuck it was, the fur fur coat. She puts it on. She goes and stands in front of the window. He, they realize, holy shit, this is this is real. It takes pictures in the future. Blah blah blah. Who cares? And then he immediately starts to go off for about a minute about how cursed this camera is. He's like, it can't be natural. It must be witches. Must have done it. It must be sorcerers. It, it must black be loaded magic. with black magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, dude, calm the fuck down. He's getting a hard-on over a camera that is magical. Yeah, he's just all over the place, and she doesn't help it either because she joins in on the fun. She's a little more reluctant to believe it's you know anything more than, than nothing. I don't know why. She's. It, it, do you agree that she was kind of all over the place because she's like, oh, I have a fur coat on, oh, my God. And then she's like, oh, it can't be real. It's a trick still. She, what? Here, you want to... I mean, I think I think hearing it is the best way. I oh think. God! You want you want to hear this? Yeah. For, and plus, it gets this, you know, because if you, I mean, obviously it's a podcast. So it's like the sound this camera makes is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do I look? Well, isn't that nice and so clear, Chet? Can you imagine that? No flash bulbs or anything, and look how clear it is. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? Get over there by the mirror. What? Go on, go look at yourself in the mirror. Are you missing a couple of buttons? You go ahead and look. <laughs> so, what's to see? Now look at the picture. So there I am, standing by the window, wearing a fur coat. Draw a what fur, coat. A fur coat. I wasn't wearing a fur coat when you took that picture. I don't even own a fur coat. I get it. I get it. Okay, okay, <laughs> perfect. So, oh, she sounds like she's on the Flintstones. <sighs> Just sucking helium all day, dude. Yeah, it's, oh, God, her voice. It's, it's not so draining. It's just bizarre, if anything. Yeah, and it's like Rod's like this is a comedy episode. Her voice is funny. That's that's about as far as he went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then they take a picture of the door. To she wants to prove him that it's not real, and they take a see the picture and they say it's Woodward, my brother. And she, he's like your loser brother. You mean he makes fun of him? And then you know, sure as shit, yeah, a few minutes he has later, to stand on <laughs> Woodward comes in, and then Woodward sees the picture. They show him the picture, and he's like. Whoa, that's crazy. Some sort of joke camera. And he, he does this like Joey Lawrence style, like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. How come? 
Oh my god, it drives me nuts. Like, what are you doing? This was the worst actor in the in the episode by far. It, oh my god, they're all making such weird decisions going in three different directions. Oh, it was such a weird combination of of characters that didn't really flow, but didn't not work as well. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's very odd seeing these three characters together doing anything together. It doesn't just it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't seem right. And like and like you were saying how how her her brother Woodward's just like this idiot, right? Yeah. And they take the picture and he's standing in the doorway and uh he he pretty much acts just like her. <laughs> pretty much. But the way he like ends it, it I thought it was the only funny part of this entire episode, really. <laughs> he was an interesting character, if nothing else. Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta hear that. Yeah. Looks like Woodward. Nobody looks like Woodward. Look! Chester, Look! I'm scared. I'm palpitating. You and your phony palpitations. <laughs> palpitations never hurt anybody. A little palpitating never hurt anybody. I love that line. <laughs> What's there to be scared about? The thing is obviously going to tilt or something. Look, now, look. Woodward isn't here. Woodward couldn't possibly be here. Woodward's not going to be here. He's serving time. He's 900 miles away in a cell block. I don't care what that crazy camera says. Whoever is in this picture, it is not Woodward. Woodward. Hi, Paula. Hi, Chet. I didn't want to wake you, so I jimmy the door open. I broke out. Me and another guy. In a laundry truck. <laughs> it's nice, huh? He sounds like Bullwinkle. I didn't think you'd mind if I stayed with you for a few days. <laughs> well, you don't, do you? I was thinking if I was around, you two wouldn't fight so much. You still all time fighting? What's this, Jet? <laughs> you like that? There I am, standing by this very door, wearing the clothes I got on. How about that? I tell you, science is wonderful. To be able to take a picture of it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, uh, how come? <laughs> yeah. You know, explain to me why he steps into that line. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like he, understand he literally it. moves his body. Goes. How come? <laughs> yeah. The camera's pulling in. Uh, they all sound like they're doing '60s cartoon characters, like from the Flintstones or Rocky and Bullwinkle. Don't they all sound like that? Yeah, it's, it's like a, yeah, exactly. It's I mean, so weird these big characters that they're doing for no reason. They didn't yeah, deserve I mean, it. You got you got Rocky and Bullwinkle. They're both brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm trying to figure out what what cartoon character from that show is uh, her husband. Um, what was that? the The bad guy's name. The bad guy's um, Boris. Yeah, Boris. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, I, I was like either that or that asshole Canadian Mountie guy. That oh yeah, backwards. Yeah, his name. I'm not, I'm not good with the names on those shows, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, he's the one that comes to mind. I'm right gonna away. say Mountie I mean, Dan. Something like that. I'm sure that's not even close. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, I could easily look it up, but I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the asshole that rides backwards on a, on a horse. I don't yeah. Know so they basically get the idea to. He's like, don't you want some, don't you want to watch some TV, Woodward? And Woodward's like, oh yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, now go watch TV. He's like a big fucking dummy. 
just a giant kid that for yeah. some reason catches on a lot faster than his dumb sister. <laughs> yeah. He's looking at the the picture or the the racing the horse racing on TV and it was like you can win a dollar or 670 on a on a horse race. And I assume that means per dollar obviously. But I was like so if you bet $1 I did the math here. Um for if you win 670 on your $1, you can make 8.9 phone calls back then in in just in a nick of time. <laughs> that's that's uh, not a lot of money, is what I'm saying. Uh, and I really did do the math on that. Seventy dollars, by the way. Uh, it was, it's at six dollars seventy cents. Did it really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, because later on, it's a different race. That that one, a different one. But this was that was the the bet on that one. Oh, okay. So basically, if you bet a dollar, that's what you would win. That's. Um, but anyway, He's going off that six dollars and fifty cents to one. Yeah. <laughs> Never so, heard of that one before. Okay, <laughs> that's just, uh, yeah, they didn't describe Weird it. Odds. They didn't go any any in the detail. So I was like, "What the fuck? You win? <laughs> that's it? Is that per? I don't know how that. <laughs> they didn't go any detail at all. So I was like, I don't know how this works. Um, <laughs> the oh my god, what am I? What I have here? Okay, so they they spend the next I want to say six minutes scrambling around that apartment, go like describing horse racing to each other with him being like to describing to Woodward, how horse racing, how they're going to take a picture of the scoreboard at the, before the race ends and the picture will show him who won. And then they'll bet on the uh, bet on that winner beforehand. And it takes them about five fucking minutes of screen time to get that across to him. And I'm like, I get to the point where I'm like, this is for us at this point. You know what I mean? Explain it to the audience as if we're fucking idiots. Because if if it weren't for us, then they're trying to fucking exhaust us and irritate us because of this idiot-ass character. What the fuck else are they doing? Pretty much. Oh, it drove me fucking nuts. I hate that shit. And and then they all start, like, freaking out. Like, let's get going. Let's get going. Come on, wife. Come on, escape convict hiding out from the law. Let's go, let's go hang out in public. <laughs> hey, asshole, put on a tie before you leave, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they treat him like a fucking idiot because he is. I hate that guy. Uh, well, that's why he, he doesn't pick up on it and gets upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, yet. <laughs> uh, so doesn't it, didn't it look like they were at the racetrack for like days? Oh god, yeah, forever, forever. It it felt like they because the reason I that bothered me is because the next scene after they leave the horse race when they won a ton of money. They they don't spread it out at all over time or over over you know the place, so it's like really suspicious if you're the horse race if you're the horse track you know, um, like you won again huh? Pick the exact winner with all your money again. That's weird. Um, but you know, there's stupid shit. You. <laughs> yeah, there's this camera you keep uh, <laughs> looking at. <laughs> Ye old GoPro. Uh, yeah, you're walking out of here with like I don't know seventy thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, supposed to happen. Oh God, that's so unrealistic. If this were a casino, they'd be fucking in handcuffs or getting their fingers smashed by De Niro with a fucking hammer. Um, oh my God. So they oh, movie. they bring it back to the hotel. The the mon- the the camera and all the money. They're buying cars and shit over the phone. It's ridiculous. It's you know whatever. They're spending it too, way too quickly, but they're fucking dumb characters. Whatever. Did uh, you hear the the yeah? What interior he wanted? Like, ugh. Yellow, yellow or black? Yeah. yeah. What? I went 11,000, huh? 
Uh, no, I'm not backing out of the deal. I'm debating if I want to buy two or not. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's funny. So, so, so funny. He's a, Rod Serling's a comedic genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, out of nowhere, this character shows up who's like the, I don't know, the concierge or where the fuck he is, the... the the butler. The butler. <laughs> what are they called, though, at a hotel? They're not called butlers. Uh, not a maid. A server? I don't know what you call him. He's he's not a maid. maid. Um, uh, I know. That's why I say concierge. Uh, I don't know what you call him. A bellhop. I I, bellhop. There we go. Uh, yep. Let's yep. call him that. But they're uh, in France, so it is concierge. They're not in France. They have a, a camera. Isn't he just a French guy? Well, are, are they I in France? I figured it was a French camera. He's a French guy. I just figured they're in France. Oh. I, I honestly didn't think about that. I just assumed they had a French guy to explain the French camera. And that's as far as I got with that. Um, because the, yeah, the, the horse track was in, anywhere. Horse track was in English and everything. So I, you know, I assume. Because the announcer was saying it in English. So I, I would have to assume this is America. Just a weird coincidence with the bellhop. Yeah. Um, the He explains to them that the camera says... 10 per owner, so you could take 10 pictures per owner, and they're like, we already took eight. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how does that mean 10 per group to you guys? Like, are they this yeah, fucking stupid? That, that, that would mean 30 to me. That would mean 30. You could, yeah. hey, this is my camera. It's clearly all the, the guys taking all the pictures, the, the, the 70-year-old man has taken <laughs> all the pictures. Then he can give it to the girl, and then she can give it to her fucking clunkhead brother so he can go kill himself with it. There's no way he would survive his own 10 pictures. <laughs> no. He would find a way to kill himself. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He, he'd just be like a fucking idiot in the rain with his mouth open. He'd just, just drown. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, he takes a picture of... <clears throat> accidentally, they take a picture of the girl in front of the mirror... She's holding her arms up, and for some reason, the guy, her, her, her husband, her, her lover, her dad, whatever the fuck she, he is to her, I don't know. He, he's definitely the, protector, apparently. Yeah, he immediately gets it in his head out of nowhere. She's scared. She's doing a scared face in this picture for five minutes, um, even though it's twelve seconds later. She's scared because you're gonna you're gonna kill me. And you're threatening me. I'm going to pull a knife on you. And let's have this knife fight in front of this open window 10 stories up. <laughs> and this is the Twilight Zone <clears throat> near a window. So <laughs> we're guaranteed going out of it. <laughs> there is no way they're not going to. It's just no. not going to happen. I mean, it's a comedy episode. What is more funny than guys falling out of windows? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and there even is a joke later about the, that very thing. Uh, so both of them fall out the window. Um, she's, she, this is when she does the worst acting of all time. She's like, what am I going to do? I have nothing. I have nothing. She's not even trying to cry. This actress isn't even trying. And I was like, is she doing a comedy sketch like right now? Because she's like, I can't believe, oh, well, I have all the money. I guess I'll just leave. I was like, oh my God. My poor husband, Woodward Chester. (laughs) Well... Got to move on the times like this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so... It, I got fucking whiplash from that, that changeover right there. It was know, just so aggressive. Uh, so, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read my note here. Um, so the, the butler shows up at this point. What are, I'm just going to call him a butler. I don't fucking care. Bellhop shows up. And he's like, starts cleaning this bitch out of her money. 
And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, picking up the dry cleaning, whatever. And she's like, why? And he's like, well, you, uh, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, why is he stealing her money? And this is when he reveals they're also on the run. They didn't say that, did they, earlier? That those two, I knew the brother was, but not them. Yeah, but if they're, you know, full-time crooks by this point, I'm sure they're wanted. They really need to give up. I mean, they're both going to be dead soon, but still. Fucking terrible at it. Like, just kill yourselves. Which basically yeah, and so there was one can't, so there was one like picture left after she gets over their deaths really quick. Yeah. Um, and she takes, for some reason, for prosperity, or prosperity, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what she said, but she takes a picture of them laying in the courtyard outside. And then literally, like, I don't know, 10 seconds later, the bellhop comes in to clean her out because, you know, he knows there's two guys laying in the <laughs> courtyard. Yeah. This so scene was amazing. It went right there to just rob her. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this guy's a piece of shit. He is <laughs> such a piece of shit. So much so that what you were saying, he cleans her out. He looks at the picture and he's like, oh, look, at there's three bodies in the street. And she's like, three bodies? And she runs to the window like a fucking idiot. She trips, <laughs> trips on the rug, falls out. Everybody saw that coming. And... <laughs> I, I, again, this scene, I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I love this ending of this episode. I really do because it was so all over the place and nonsensical. <laughs> but she so she dies uh, like a fucking idiot. Uh, these people do not deserve to breathe anymore. <laughs> he walks over and he's like, I'm going to take a picture too. Why not? And he leans out the window he drops the camera uh, on the f- carpet, and then for no reason, this is when I was laughing, he drops the camera on the carpet and then just falls out the window for some reason. Because no, he looks at the picture, he goes, that's right, madame, more than two people in the picture. There's one, two, three, four. Yeah. And then and then the camera drops, and he's out the window. No reason at all. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. He does, yeah, you're, you, you, you described that perfectly. He, takes the, he looks at the picture, does the four thing. And then commits suicide. That's the only unless he the 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 soft noise of that that camera landing the hollow camera landing on a folded up rug where it didn't even make contact with the floorboards underneath. It was like such a soft noise, and he must have scared the shit out of him because he threw himself at a goddamn window. <laughs> and I was like, "Good, this guy was worse than all of them. This guy was a this guy was a fucking monster, and he was barely in the episode." And, of course, he was French, so, you know. Goddamn right. Oh, it's comedy, right? (laughs) Yeah, here it is. One, two, three, four. That sound is him screaming. And that sound before his scream was the light sound of the camera hitting the floor. But for the greedy, the avaricious, the fleet of foot, who can run a four-minute mile so long as they're chasing a fast buck, it makes believe that it's an ally, but it isn't at all. It's a beckoning come on for a quick walk around the block in the twilight zone. That, like, that's him screaming? Yeah. I also love that um, beckoning come on, for, a beckoning come on for a quick walk around the block. I'm like, that sounds super, like, gay lingo. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I, I mean, it moved when I heard it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the fuck is that? Uh, Rod, you can't write comedy. Yeah, you know, God bless him for trying, though. 
Because the I episode mean, isn't terrible. It's it's fascinating in a bad way. You know what I mean? It's like watching The Room. It's like, what am I watching? Like, it's such bizarre choices through every every aspect that is on screen. It's the weirdest shots. <laughs> it's the weirdest characters. It's the weirdest writing. It's the strange plot. I don't know why the French guy flung himself out a window. I don't. Why know. does he sound like a moose? Go, go. <laughs> or hippo? Yeah. No. <laughs> Four. I'm trying to think. What? I don't know. It sounds so weird. Yeah. It's yeah. There's so many odd decisions going on here. Every single character in this story went out that window. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess yeah, it's, it's funny true. if you talk about it yeah, after the fact. It, it feels but like during it's not. <laughs> yeah, when you're describing it, it sounds like a Coen Brothers movie. It really does. Yeah. Like I'm like, if you describe that to me without me seeing it, I'd be like, that sounds fucking hilarious. It just sounds quirky enough to be the Coen Brothers, like this weird set of events. It, like uh have you seen The Lady Killers with Tom Hanks, the Coen Brothers movie? I missed that one. Okay, watch it. It's it's way better than it looks, and it has the most bizarre ending ever. It's so weird, and it feels just like this. Definitely give it a watch when you get a chance. Right. Um, I don't want to reveal too much. You're not going to watch it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, you're not going to watch it, are you? I probably will. I mean, uh, okay. I did take your. I, I I mean, I did take your uh, suggestion from last week, and I watched it. Which what was that? I can't remember at this point in time, no. but I will let you know. No, it's not an amazing movie, The Lady Killers, but it is fun all the way through. And it's this bizarre. Like, you can't quite get your finger on it. You're like, what is this movie doing? <laughs> You'll never catch up with it, but that's the part of the fun. Um, right on. But yeah, I would recommend it. Um, and this episode, I guess I would recommend. It was quirky enough, I guess. I don't think it was funny, though. Like, the way Rod thought it was going to be funny. Yeah, I mean, do you think Rod's going tick, 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 with his typewriter going <laughs> out, the, out the window again? Like, I think he's going. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Submit, right. Submitted for your hilarious <laughs> approval. <laughs> oh, this one tickles your funny bone. Only in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> the Twilight Bone. Oh, tickle the Twilight Bone. That sounds That's disgusting. Um, yeah, do you have anything else to say about this episode? I liked it. Debuted December 16th, 1960, if that helps anybody out there. Getting closer to Christmas, then. There you go, yep. So I'm guessing the next one is a Christmas uh, episode. Yes, it's that Night of the Meek. Ah, right. Yep, yep. And that one debuted two days before Christmas. Makes sense. Yeah, um... It's actually I, a classic. That I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's one of the highest rated ones. Um, right, right, rightfully so. Right, right, rightfully so. Yeah. Well, what was this one rated anyway? This one was rated. I just closed it. Let me go back real quick. Um, this one was rated seven point seven, and the Man in the Meek is eight point one. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, it's right where it should be. That, well, I think this this one needs to be lower if that's where that one is. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, so. Um, plugs, I guess. I think we're done talking about the episode, right? Plugs. Oh yeah, uh, way off topic. Radio uh, at double L N K Z on on Twitter. Um, LAW Studios on Twitter and also LAWStudios.com. More importantly, YouTube.com/slash Lord Wonderland. Go subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good shit. Um, that's how we grow. Share with your friends. 
um, your priest, your kindergarten teacher, if you could find her. <laughs> um, By the way, this month is uh, podcast month. Yeah, absolutely. Stay, you know, write to your senator. Uh, let them know about the podcast. Yep. Just yep. anybody, anybody at all. Um, any bus drivers? Let them know. Mm-hmm. Who else, I mean, who, who they, you they recommend? Have nothing better to do than to put earbuds in and listen to podcasts. Yeah, the, I don't want to listen to homeless guys jerk off in the back. Like the, this is much better for that. Um, who well, would you, who would you recommend? What what weird profession? Oh, let's see. Um, what what you know those scientists that you know? Um, I mean, you know, they're killing mice all day, testing like shampoo on them and shit. Oh, those okay. guys, those guys, yeah, that that definitely. I do have a friend that works with lab mice, but she doesn't do the testing. She does she does like science testing. She doesn't do like pharmaceutical testing or or, uh, <laughs> or what do they call that? Uh, cosmetic testing or anything. She does like actual science. She has to she has to deal with, with dead mice a lot all you know all day. One way or another, the mice are ending up dead. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely recommend it to dead mice. If you're a dead mice, dead mouse, listen to this show. There you go. Um, yeah, uh, dead. I mean, it's perfect for a dead mouse. Yeah, mouse I'm re- I'm referring to the, to the yeah dead mice. I'm referring to the <laughs> to the uh, the musician dead mouse though. Uh, well, yeah, the, the guy yeah. with that stupid fucking helmet on. Fuck that guy. Mm. Uh, for no reason, I'm going to start a war w- against LAW and Dead Mouse for some reason. <laughs> it's, I just feel like it's... <laughs> I, I, I don't know hey, anything I, about him. I, I was successful in starting a war between me and another guy in the in IndyCar media. That's awesome. <laughs> See, that's, uh, that's too related to you, though. I, I like starting this because it's completely unrelated. I don't know one thing about Dead Mouse other than the fucking helmet. That's all I know. I, I've never heard of him, period. <laughs> okay. If you go look him up, it's... Uh, don't just it, don't. Is, is it just him, or is he in a band? I I I don't know. I don't know anything about him. It's like Dead M A U and the number five, I believe. That's how you spell Dead Mouse. Some stupid shit like that. It's one of those. I think he does like the turntables bullshit. I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> I, so he has no <clears throat> musical talent whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be my guess there. Um, oh, okay. Let's get the fuck out of here, Frank. Um, Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm very links. So long, citizens.